It's Wednesday, April 7th. You're listening to the Tech Breakfast Podcast, the show that brings you delicious tech news and all the hot takes you can handle with Tyler Gates, except for he's not here. Russ Cantwell, who is here, and Aaron Bewley, who's also here, because that's me. How's it going, Russ? It's going. We uh, we got to have a short one today, because I got to go. Okay. We got to get ready for some stuff today, so it's going to be a little shorter. That's a wrap. Like, share, subscribe. That's right. Print. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Smash that like button, homie. Pow. Okay, uh, this day in oh, tech we history. YouTubers. Yesterday in tech history. That's what it always is if you listen to the show. I don't know if y'all know who does thisdayintechhistory.com. We should reach out to them. Say, do you wake up at noon every day and do this? Because <laughs> we do the show first thing in the morning, and it's always yeah, we're, we're really relying on you, so you need to get your game together. Let's go. Okay, April 6th. I'll leave the year out for right now. Windows 3.1 is released. Okay. Microsoft releases 3.1. It's priced at $149. Sells 3 million copies over the next two months. They added multimedia extensions, allowing support for sound cards, MIDI and CD audio, super VGA. Remember that? 800 by 600 monitors. Oh, that's what's up. I love that 800 by 600 life. Dude, my life changed when I did dual CRT monitors. I thought I was the coolest. What kind of desk did you have that supported dual CRT monitors? <laughs> a desk dedicated to dual CRT monitors. What was what was the, the tower the sits on the limit. floor? Tower sits. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> man, oh, I, man. I, I remember. Uh, I just remember you know games back in the day and computers not being powerful enough to run them and a lot of software rendering because people don't have GPUs and I remember going from 800 by 600 to 1024 by 768 and being like, oh my gosh, what? the future is here. <laughs> it's now. <laughs> well, dude, and check this out. They increased the speed of the modem it would support to 9,600 bits per second. Why would anyone ever need more than that? You know, I just <laughs> not even I talking KB. <laughs> like they're still listing it in bits per second. It's amazing because how many 9K. times do you think that phrase has been said? Yeah. Why would anyone ever need more than this? We'll never need more. Yep. Like we're good for the rest of our lives. Who's the one in every phase of technology? There was somebody that said there's maybe only a, a world, uh, you know, demand for, you know, maybe 150 computers or something like that. Oh, I don't want to. I don't, don't want to falsely it was, attribute it to but somebody. I, I do. I do remember that as well. Yeah. Oh, when I need to correct something I messed up on last show, I mentioned I wasn't sure if Bill Gates went to college and dropped out or not. And I kind of supposed that maybe he didn't, or I just said I didn't know. He did actually uh, go to college. He went to Harvard for two years and then dropped out. That was, uh, that was what the confusing text was all about whenever I just randomly received. Bill Gates did go to Harvard for two years. I was yeah. just like, okay, that's wonderful. Yeah. Yep, yep. Uh, okay. You know, it's funny. We... We talk about the no one will ever need more than you know X thing when it comes to technology resources, and I distinctly remember the first internet caps. Oh, that's like what it was. Data. Sorry, I found it. Oh, I go totally ahead. Just interrupted you. I'm sorry. Okay. Well, I'll just finish this point real quick. Yeah. It was. They were around 250 gigs at the time, and okay. I I remember talking with my dad and, and a few other people in my family. And I was like, this is a problem. Like this is, this is a major issue. And John Nicholson and I were going back and forth about how easy it is to go over a one gig cap and sort of what the models in the future maybe should look like, like shared across multiple data plans and, and be much higher. And, and I was, and I'm pulling down over 500 gigs a week. Like that's, that's me doing 
normal things like IPTV, you know, YouTube, whatever, Netflix, Toy Story all day on Disney Plus. Like that's that's pulling down over 500 gigs a week. And so my, you know, fast forward all these years later, and my dad also has the same uh, router that I do, Eero, that that reports these for him by week. And since I noticed it on mine, when I was over there and I was helping him set up some stuff on the network, I said, "Hey, let me see your Eero app." And I I grabbed it and and I looked at it, and he was at like I don't know, probably two twenty five gigs in the week, somewhere they just shy of that of what that old cap number was mm-hmm. for a month. And oh, I said, hey, remember God. when you told me that 250 gigs was more than anyone would ever need to consume on the internet? Here's what you did last week. Yeah. And he was like, oh my gosh. And I'm like, yeah. yeah. So another situation where I was right and you were wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you just don't realize it, you know, getting all this HD content. Dude, I watched <laughs> Free days. Solo again last night. Um, yeah. Free Solo is on, out on, it's on Disney Plus. I was just sitting down with the girls and just fired something up because we're still trying to recover as a family when we were sick last weekend. And I had watched it previously on a plane, but watching it again last night. Oh my, have you seen that movie? It's, yeah, I have. It's funny you say I also watched it on a plane. So that's yeah. actually where I watched yeah. it. Yeah. Of course, that's where a lot of movies have been watched in the last few years. Yeah. One of my daughters was sitting with me and uh, she started to hold my hand and she's like, dad, why are your hands so wet? <laughs> like this is what's called sweaty palms because you're watching this dude just hang his life in the balance as he tries to climb this massive rock it's unbelievable okay so i found some of those uh found some of those quotes bill gates 64k is more memory than anyone will ever need okay and there's another quote like it In 1943, thomas watson chairman of ibm said i think there's a world market for maybe five computers Five, five world market. And what 1941? Well, computers at that uh, 1943. Computers at that time, wow. I think, were like the size of a, a kitchen. Yeah, know? I mean, it's the perspective is obviously like the size of a refrigerator. Anymore. Yeah, exactly. It, it just like, you know, whenever you look at people like I don't know Elon Musk, for example, like Elon mm-hmm. Musk in 1943 would have been like, I don't know, I bet everyone will have one one day, you know, and and then you look at him and say. Yeah, that dude's crazy. Because I feel like most people think he's crazy. He probably is crazy. You mean but, if he was alive? Like if yeah, he was that's what I'm saying. Like if he forty nine years if, old if, in yeah, if he existed as he does today, but in nineteen forty three, I think he would look at the five computer scenario and be like, nah, bro, I think I think everyone's gonna have one of these and maybe one day it all roll around their pocket and I'm gonna shoot rockets uh at the moon. <laughs> and like I think that that would have been his mentality and everyone, you know, they would have called him a witch or something and it would have been a problem. So, so yeah, those people though, we think to ourselves, we're like, oh, they're they're dreamers. They they don't they're not realists. Like they don't think about anything that's practical. And then you know, here we are, <clears throat> a yeah. relatively short time later, and look at the world now. Yeah, so, dude. I, I don't know if you saw my tweet it. about. So the the Mars helicopter that's taken off here in like five days or whatever um, uh-huh. will be 117 years after the uh, first powered, sustained, controlled flight of an airplane on Earth. Just just 117 That's years. That's it. a really cool... Yeah. Stat. From us figuring out how to fly a plane on Earth, 100 years later, boom. Flying so a helicopter on Mars. Flying Unreal. a helicopter on Mars. What does, the, what does one century from now hold? Exactly. 
you know? Exactly. I mean, yeah, it's I just crazy. Ask Elon. I bet he has an idea. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to have to like, I don't know. We'll be fighting. Well, whatever. My brain just went to the Godzilla versus King Kong thing. I started watching like the first 20 minutes of that or something, but got interrupted anyway. Okay. Um, what news do we have here? Uh, I want to start off with one that's incredibly relevant because my men's softball team is trying to decide which platform communication platform we're going okay. to move to, to manage this next upcoming season. And because uh, we use right now, it's just a group text uh, and a couple of us use Android. So it, it obviously makes group text use SMS. It's not ideal. And so I said, hey, if we if we need to add someone to this, why don't we take this opportunity to switch to something like Signal or Telegram? Mm-hmm. And basically, the response was, I have I have no idea what either of those are, but I what? have WhatsApp Okay, was, was what they had said. And so I was like, okay, well, why don't we just take a vote? These are your three options. We'll use the one that most people already have, right? That wait, wait, wait. If people don't know what it is, how do they get a vote? How, how are you letting them they're, vote? They're, 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 say, this is the one you should use. No, no, no. Why. They're voting on the one they already have, oh, which oh, oh, is oh, probably oh. going to be WhatsApp. Of, yeah. I gotcha. There's like 15 people in this group chat, and two people responded and said they didn't, they'd never heard of either oh, one. Oh, I gotcha. I follow you. So, um, but they said they had WhatsApp. So we're, you know, we're probably going to end up on WhatsApp, which is fine, whatever. Just is what it is. But one person, because this is a work league and they like to make technical jokes at me because I'm a nerd. And so they said, I would like to have a technical breakdown between the three. And my response was actually related to today's show, okay. which is a report that uh, according to phone number leaked in Facebook hack, Mark Zuckerberg is using yeah. Signal. Yes, I actually just saw that this morning. Yeah, so uh, that was actually what I said. I said, you know, Mark Zuckerberg owns Facebook. Facebook owns WhatsApp. Mark Zuckerberg uses Signal, is what I said to him. That was my technical breakdown. It's pretty strong. <laughs> I'm just That's pretty saying. strong. Yeah. So yep. funny bit of news there to start off. I get it, by the way, Zuck. I also one look like you, or you look like me. I don't know which one of us is older. Um, and then two, you know. Both use Signal, so that's good. That's what's up. Uh, Zuck is thirty six. You guys the same age? No, you're. He's older. Yeah, yeah, he's older. All right, I look like you. Eighty four. Just is what it is. We'll just we'll just live with it. You look like a stronger, like more confident. I am a stronger, more confident version of him. I'm also. I probably have stronger engineering prowess as well. You also look more human out there. You look more human. Well, that's the beard. (laughs) <laughs> all right so anyways keep keep rolling with the signal zuck um hit me up on it if you want to we can we can discuss my joining of the board that uh you know i would gladly accept and i think i could do some good work on yeah zuck also went to harvard for i think two years yeah i finished so. i finished school so there it is there, there you it go. is <laughs> i don't think he played any d1 sports either so you got that <laughs> how did he even become successful all i don't right. know how that works what else we got here? Uh, let's see what else we got here. We got some smart home stuff that uh, I think most people sort of suspect. It just says things like, "Your." this is from The Guardian. It says, mm-hmm. your smart home is watching and possibly sharing your data with... That's the drum roll. Uh, everyone? The police. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I think this is something that a lot of us would have suspected holistically as my daughter brings me my watch thank you baby 
Yes, I thank you. Appreciate it. That's adorable. <laughs> Wearing bunny ears, nonetheless, for the people who cannot see it. Uh, I just think that this is something that's not surprising, but whenever you sort of read it, I guess it makes it more real mm -hmm. and it, you know, maybe is somewhat problematic. So is this I about people are, is, is this police in other nations or is this talking about police in the US? That's what actually a really about? great question because mm -hmm. the premise of the article comes. This is a bigger problem because it is here in the US mm -hmm. and we're one of the, I guess, few as it states, I don't know the laws in any other countries. I barely know the laws in our own countries, countries, country. Uh, but it's basically pointing out that we as a country don't have strong privacy and data protection regulation in general here. And because of that, this is, this is more problematic because we're a nation that makes it very, very easy to collect and sell data just in general without us even being aware that it's going yeah. on. And that's the entire idea of the article, especially now that it's in your home. Yeah. And simultaneously, you have the largest tech companies in the world here. Yep. 100%. Right? For yeah. now, anyways, China's trying to do something about it. Okay. Uh, BitClout. Have you read about this? Do you know what's Bit going on over here? Clout? Yes. B-I-T-C-L-O-U-T.com. Like nope. It is a, it looks just like Twitter. It's just what? like Twitter, except for I'm going to DuckDuckGo that whenever you go there, you create a profile and then in creating a profile, actually, you don't even have to create a profile. If you are famous enough, BitClout what? will create a profile for you. I'll assume I don't need to. And then, <laughs> and then when they, yeah, I think all D1 athletes, um, all, all people who have finished college. All people who have finished okay. college and, and <laughs> sat the bench for a few years are, are qualified um, to have it made for them. No, no, no. So, so once you have a profile, whether you created it or not, it doesn't really matter. They will. You now have a coin. So now there's a now there's a, a dollar sign. You know, Aaron Bewley coin or whatever. Right. It's just. It makes no sense in my head. It feels like Hold a on. scam. Before you, you continue, do you have an account? Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. So it feels like a scam. Yeah, because I have an account. I went and checked it out. Yeah, but here's I'll explain what the scam is. <laughs> okay. Right, having an account isn't me getting scammed. The scam is scammed. whenever you <laughs> you think I'm getting scammed. Either way, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe I'm getting scammed for my time because I'm wasting it here, even talking about it. But it's a it's a decentralized social media platform. But there's a group that's created it, but they're not saying who it is because sure. they wanted to have that decentralized feel. Right, but it's still know, it's just an like unnamed. That. Yeah, it's an unnamed group. It's it 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 doesn't check the box for me being quote decentralized. There's just a an unnamed group. Now they listed some um, investors just to make it look more like it had more clout. I say it that way, and um, so apparently you have this coin. Whenever you sign up, they give you some random numbers. Or I don't know if it's random. They give you like eight dollars worth of bit clout coin that you can then use to buy coins of different profiles. I, I thought initially, cause like with every single, well, what you would, I guess, call a post on this platform, but it's a tweet in Twitter. I referred to it as a tweet when I was typing it over there, but realized it's not a tweet cause it's not Twitter. It's just a post, but next to everyone's name is a dollar sign, but it's a dollar valuation of the coin price to invest in that person. And you can buy, coins, you can buy shares of coins in circulation for this person. 
So that would be like, so like buying some form of equity stake into yeah. a the followers of someone on Twitter. Not the followers, but the person. You're buying. You're basically buying equity into a person, like a person's social media profile, like a person's presence. Presence. So I wonder if other social media profiles would play into the value of this. I feel like it would because if you're super famous probably have a large other social media following. Yeah. Well, and so for, for somebody like Elon Musk, right. And I bring him up because he's the top person listed uh, on the platform. Right. He's not even here. The profile is just reserved. There are so many people buying coins in his profile that now this is obvious. This has to be inflated. Like I, I'm, I, you can't see the numbers behind this. There's a bit of smoke and mirrors. But his USD market cap for his profile on BitCloud is $35 million. It shows 114.39 as the dollar value for what I'm going to assume is one bit. Okay. Whatever you call is it. Is it showing you that? Okay. Maybe you found the trend. Oh. It's just on the front uh, of BitCloud price. Yeah. Yeah. It's about 155 USD per coin. Right. 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 You yeah. said 155? Yeah. Oh. That's what I'm looking at. Oh, so he doesn't, he's not quite one coin yet, but his price is 114.39 is what it, I guess it states. If that's uh, what I guess the price of the coins can go up and down. Um, but then there's like total investors, then there's like USD that's locked in. But anyway, all of this, so they give you it, it's like, it's a, I don't know, I don't want to, I don't want to get too off the rails on this, but basically they give you a little bit of bit clout, you know, coinage. You spend it on a profile. As soon as I created the account, people were like, buy your own coin before it gets too expensive. And I'm like, what? Okay, fine, whatever. Like, I, I just bought my own coin. I don't even know what that means. Who who said that to you? Some random person on BitCloud. Really? Yeah, they DM'd me. They followed me immediately there, and then they DM'd me on Twitter. Huh. Right. Okay. And then the, the thing is, now you've immediately spent your coin, and if you want to go and invest in somebody else, like, say, you know, Mr. Beast or... Uh, you know, Ariana Grande or whatever. I'm just looking at some of the names on the top weekly creators on their page. Yeah. You then have to put in BTC. You have to put in Bitcoin huh. in order to get BitClout to then go invest in these people. Problem is, even if their price goes up and the, the valuation of the coin that you bought goes up over time, there's no way to cash out. You just have more and more BitClout which does nothing for you. So, yeah, I get it. It's an open bag where people are walking by and dumping Bitcoin in for this random group of unnamed individuals. So, first of all, if you look at the very bottom of their website, it says Bitcoin is decentralized money. So they define immediately for the world what Bitcoin is. So you are going to use it as a value store at time of sale, period. That's what you will do. So the idea of Bitcoin fluctuating its value... One second. Hey, Kate. I'm trying to see where you're even talking about that. Because there's no... Uh, I guess Dude, this website is it. like the easiest <laughs> website nothing. in the world. Yeah, but once you create your once you create your account and you're logged in, there's nothing for you to access. You can buy creator coins. Ah, uh, got it. You well, can buy just at their their main homepage without being logged in. 
Yeah, which you can't just, see anymore once you're <laughs> once if, you're if, actually if you're, if you're logged in. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Um, is it, it it just says Bitcoin is decentralized money, Bitclout is decentralized social. They're trying to right. use a correlation there, but if you sure. take that at its face value, it that's it's a value store at time of point of sale, and they're not they're not. There's never they're not going to make a correlation between the value that it could shrink or grow to. They are going to say you can buy this much clout for thirty dollars, but mm-hmm. the way you pay the thirty dollars is in Bitcoin because it's money. They're not looking at it as an asset. At least that's mm-hmm. not the way they're defining it here. Now, if it's a scam, then that's purposeful, uh, you know, to try and make people not think of it more deeply. I think most people who have Bitcoin would understand when you buy something in Bitcoin, the value can change dramatically. It's usually people's biggest issue. Like, oh, you can go buy a Tesla with Bitcoin. Why would you do that? Because the value of it changes so dramatically and it's probably going to go up. So your car is more expensive. Yeah, I know. Like, if you don't know that, then you shouldn't be playing this game. And so that's something that I think is... They're just trying to simplify this portion of it from a Bitcoin perspective. But if it's a scam, then I get Dude, it. They're trying to get more Bitcoin, but I, listen, I don't know. There's, I think there's no data. So so I logged back out and I can see that one pager, which is honestly the lamest one pager I've ever seen. It's seven pages of like fluff, right? Yeah. Oh, you, you hadn't been able to see the one pager? Well, if you're logged in, you get no information. There's no settings. There's no about. There's no nothing. There's a there's a help link that you can click and it just opens an email. It, yeah. it opens your you know your Outlook or whatever. It's 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 crazy. Uh, but yeah, it's the lamest one page ever. Anyway, it, it looks just like a shell. I mean, it looks like nothing. And all you can do is send Bitcoin to a wallet in there to that address that they then change into to Bitclout currency. So here's the question: Is this something oh, that owning the clout? would ever be valuable in a way that you could sell something else, like sell, sell the clout to someone else who wants it. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, presumably at some point you could then sell the clout right within the marketplace. If you bought clout early, sell clout late and the clout goes, price goes up for a specific creator. Like if you want to bet on Mr. Beast and in, you know, nine months, his coin on BitCloud is worth 10 times as much. Great. Now you've got more BitCloud, but what does BitCloud do for you? There's no way to turn BitCloud back into Bitcoin. Can you turn it into anything else? No, there's nothing. It's a one-way system. You put Bitcoin in and you bet on a thing and there's nothing, there, there's no detail on it. Anyway, I don't. Ha- we don't have to keep driving this into it, but... Um, well, the reason why I'm so intrigued by it is because, yeah. man... <clears throat> human behavior is something that is will will just it will never let you down. Mm-hmm. Like the reason why it's called clout or it'll is always probably specific. <laughs> yeah, that's that's uh, in the eyes of the beholder. Yeah, yeah. And and in my opinion, there's something that people are going to latch onto here if this g- gets enough exposure. And I say that because, dude, I played in a counter-strike game yesterday or not yesterday two days ago with three people who were of chinese descent we know this for sure that had between 50 and 100 thousand dollars of counter-strike inventory and they were paying someone to try and boost them to be level 10 on face it now look we're incredible 
they didn't have a chance. They lost badly. So America won, China zero. Mm-hmm. But the entire idea for them is to own that inventory and to be level 10 on face it and to get there and never play again. Like this is a thing. They want the clout of being level 10 on face it sure. and having that inventory. The sale of that or you know the money they're spending to have someone boost them like an, a professional player or a cheater boost them. None of that matters. What matters is the clout that they get from being that high level. If this gets to a point to where BitClout is popular, people will want to be at the top of the list. So you're saying it doesn't even matter if real money's going in and nothing comes out. Correct. If I can be at the top of it. Yeah, I didn't think about that. 100%. Like there are so many Ah! people that are comfortable with that notion (laughs) that, that you don't have to have this value exchange like not not like or to them there is a value exchange to their to them there is i'm, I'm talking about like tangible yeah. value yeah, yeah, value yeah, yeah, yeah. exchange fungible yes but the <laughs> the just the the idea of clout in general i mean you look at reddit dude like people pay to send gold to people and they lose their yeah. mind when it happens so yeah, like you're right you know there's an element there that i think these this group of you know satoshi nokatoma or whoever in the inventor of Bitcoin was, and mm-hmm. I'm just going to say these people are going to try and be or just group. As anonymous. If, if that name is a group or, yeah. or group, right? Um, there's an element of that that I think this group is trying to play into. And, sure. you know, if people buy into it, then they're all going to be anonymously very, very wealthy. And I don't know, maybe if they're in the US, the IRS is going to be confused what's going on with them. So, okay, I don't so know, let me that's throw... what I see here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so there's some other interesting things that owning a creator's coin would be useful for in this instance. Now, let me let me also say I'm a fan of us trying to figure out what a decentralized social media might look like. Seconded. But if you aren't if the creators of what that is aren't forthcoming with who they are, it, to me it's not decentralized. You know? Who's to say this isn't Zuck? <laughs> you know what I mean? What's the difference? But it is well, a copy paste look like Twitter. Okay, let's um, Let's, anyway, let's explore anyway, that for a moment, even though me, I don't really okay. have a lot yeah, of there's time. There's something else I want to come back to, but yeah, go ahead. I just point, you know, let's just say it is Zuck. And and Zuck created this. And it has no association with Facebook. It's not tied to it. doesn't run mm-hmm. on its infrastructure. It is decentralized. Like maybe your phone and my phone are running a bit of this and we don't even know. Like it's decentralized in some way, shape or form, but Zuck's a part of it. Does that then make it centralized? Right. That's what I'm trying to figure out in my head because my, in my head mind, the answer is no. Right. My head keeps going to who's the creator? Is the creator somebody I trust? Is is it truly a, like a, a, a free flying system or is it being propped up? Are there rules being injected? Uh, you know, uh, it's. Yeah. I think for me, the idea of knowing who the creator is isn't about decentralized or not decentralized. It's more about um, they they need to define why there's no control in a specific way, if that makes sense, because that's the idea of decentralized versus centralized. Like centralized is like a central body of control. Decentralized yeah. is, is not, but then you have some sort of steering group or committee and where is that based out of and how do they affect it? Just like how do, you know, Kubernetes is a decentralized project, but it has a central body that sort of governs the direction of that project. Sure. And yeah, so, yeah. you know, if that body, let's just say for existence or for example, is out of somewhere like Russia or China, 
do Americans want to be a part of that? Right. Or, or vice versa. If it's out of America, do Russians or Chinese people want to be a part of that? You know, that could be a part of it as well is understanding what, what origin, like country of origin this sort of started in and comes from, or is it all over the world? Just like a open source project is, I, I don't know. That would be the question I have more so than, you know, whether or not a company specifically owns this or whatever it might be. I, I would like to have more information for sure, but I think we would have to get, I don't know that it necessarily makes me say this is or isn't decentralized based on who would be involved. It's just yeah. more so who's involved and do we want to be a part with, you know, in party with them. So the concept of the creator coins, let me throw some ideas by you and, and I'll try not to take this too long because I know we think we both have to go here. Um, so if you buy coins in, in, in somebody's profile, the, the, the creator, of, the owner of the, how do you say that? Um, the creator that you, they're referring to the creator as the person whose coin you're buying, right? Sure. The creator, because you're investing in creators then, a creator can make it so that only people with a certain amount of their coins can participate in the comment sections of their posts. So they're finding a way to limit. Oh, that's good. Yeah. What do you think about that? <laughs> that's, uh, <clears throat> so that creates scarcity for one, access, scarcity of access. That's big, especially if you're like one of the 10 people that can comment on, you know, I don't know. Elon Musk posts yeah. or whatever, but think of it like this. Um, it, it's not quite the same thing, but I think in principle, there's a similarity to it. We talked at one point in time about how my sister subscribed to like $7 a month for whatever the currency is within um, Fortnite. Cause my nephew mm -hmm. plays it a lot. Mm -hmm. Fortnite makes a killing by making items that you can buy timed exclusive, meaning they're not always available in the store that you can just buy whenever you want. Right. Like if you see something yeah, you want, Destiny you better get it within two days or it's gone. Yeah. <laughs> There's this idea of, of FOMO from something like that, that I think would apply here. Like, yeah. I mean, there's would want to department stores do that all the time high enough. Yeah. I think, I think yeah. maintaining a high enough amount of clout to be able to comment on Musk's, you know, whatever comments or whatever yeah. would be, would be big. Well, and here's the interesting thing on it too. They allow you and the more, the more information I give you, the more it's probably going to sound like I'm for this kind of a thing, but I'm still not sold. I think there's still a massive red flag. Like there's a lot of cool ideas here, but there's still a big flag for me. So don't, don't misunderstand what I'm saying. Whenever you create your account and at any point you can change in the settings when somebody when somebody buys your coin and if they resell your coin to somebody else, if they cash out of your coin and somebody else buys it, you can set the percentage of that sale that you get, that you earn of that big clout coin, right? So if they sell $100 worth and you have it set at 10%, which is the default whenever you set it up, you get $10 and that other person makes, uh, you know, keeps 90, right? Now, presumably they bought your coin at 60 bucks. They make 30 bucks. You make 10 bucks. Interesting, right? That's like so, meaning that that's the amount of BitClout value the yeah. person. So, gets. well, so if let's say you bought my coin at 50 bucks, which I of course would, and then you sell, you sell some number of that coin or whatever to Tyler when the coin is at a hundred bucks and I've got mine set to 10%. Got it. You now so, pocket $90. I get 10 it. bucks. Yeah. Yeah. That that makes that you makes can adjust sense. it. Yeah. So what they're what saying I is wonder about are, yeah. 
is how or why would someone i guess i guess maybe you can control the cost the re- reason what, what i'm wondering about is why would someone buy a coin why would tyler buy your coin from me as opposed to going and just buying it well he's buying it from somebody from right? you yeah i only have nine coins in circulation so there's a limited supply somebody's got to be selling it apparently okay okay and your your coin generation is yeah there's a there's a whole there's a there's a thing around that around coin creation and all that kind of stuff so yeah got it but i mean that's just kind of reduce it down to the most basic concept there there's an aspect of the the creator's coin you can choose a percentage of if people are exchanging your coin how much of it you reap right so if you yeah, become that's more popular and people want more of your coin you make money on people trading your coin which is interesting. I wonder if there's a cap so on that or if someone could pull off a, I'll just take a hundred percent. You can do it, but it's clear in there whenever you're doing it, you can see how much the creator gets the percentage. And sure. so if, obviously if you make it a hundred percent, then no one would sell the coin because they don't get anything for it. You would think, but I wonder. Yeah. Humans are crazy. crazy. People are crazy. Okay. So here's another one, a new way to prioritize messages. Right, most creators get a torrent of spam in their message inbox on social media with BitClout. They could make it so that only people who own a certain amount of their coin can message them, or they could simply rank and prioritize messages from the largest holders of their coin. Um, alternatively, they can make it that a certain amount of their coin must be paid to them directly in order to um, have messages actually enter their inbox. Right? Man. Yeah, you have to pay to even talk to the person. Here's another one: sponsored posts. Creators can have an inbox where anyone can bid to have them repost or AKA retweet a particular post, right? The example here is if you want Kim Kardashian to retweet your fashion brand, you can submit an entry into her inbox. And if she retweets it, then she keeps your money. Man, that's crazy. Yeah. Premium content. This is something that Twitter is working on the premium content one. People who own a certain amount of a creator's coin get access to special content. That's the pay for tweets thing that, that kind of came out where you have a, a, like a, you have to subscribe to this person or whatever it is that they're going to do in order to see their special content. You know what this feels like to me? It sort of feels like, because everything with me is about video games. I'm wearing a Dallas Empire shirt. <laughs> the, it feels like the early days of microtransactions in video games where, which by the way, sure. were very poorly received. And yeah now is the dominant way with which games are sort of, I'll just say managed in general mm-hmm. from a business perspective. And uh, it, took them, it took them a while to get it right. And, and this is sort of, this sort of pay for activity or interaction or whatever you want to call it feels very micro payment-y like just in general. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I wonder if, this is going to be almost like a feasibility study. And maybe even for this anonymous group, maybe it is a member of Facebook and Twitter and whoever else, that this would be a feasibility study on like how you could work in some of these principles into the use of social media. Which one of them gains ground? Yeah. hundred percent. It could also be a part of how do we, while they're collecting Bitcoin. And I think, and even if you didn't use Bitcoin, like it could be whatever you could use real money in, in other platforms. Bitcoin is real money, Russ. Listen to well, what you just said. It's an asset. And your asset. <clears throat> well, when you sell it, do you pay capital gains or not? I think you do. The, um, 
the 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 thing that I find interesting here is that we're working on sort of making this decentralized you're right. You're right. I just platform. Not, right. not this one, but the like Blue Sky, for instance, is supporting the idea of a decentralized platform. But how do you then create advantages and how do you create a business model around that? It's like this could be a pilot for ways that everyone working on a shared platform gets people to not only generate revenue, but also get them to interact and spend more time there. Like, what if the idea of Twitter living on top of this decentralized blue sky platform that you also have Facebook on and Aaron social and tech breakfast social and whatever else, what if there was this idea of clout about which one you were on, Hmm. you know, And, and, and it was all based on the ideas from this seven page document that's stuck, which may maybe ten percent of the ideas, but that's enough for them to kind of work towards and build upon. Yeah. So I wonder if there's an, an amount of like, let me just study the world and see how many people will jump on this thing, how many podcasters will talk about it and be confused the entire time, and you know, move forward with that. There's just, just this is an intriguing idea where I think at face value you say to yourself, is it a scam or is this is stupid? Who would ever do this? But it's just like all that other stuff. It's like there's someone out there that will do something sure. that you wouldn't expect. Well, dude, and it'll generate the, a whole new market. And listen to the quotes I said right at the beginning. Who could ever need more than 640K of RAM? That's right. There's maybe a world market for five computers. BitCloud is a scam. <laughs> Just lump them all <laughs> together. Except for I'm a no name. You're on that list now. I'm a no name though. I'm a no name. So it's a it's a scam right now. You know, uh, let me let me well whatever. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna shift. It's a scam, right now. I mean, I'm not putting my Bitcoin into it. If you're wondering, yeah, exactly, dude. Not a thing exactly. I'm gonna do. So, all right. Um, there's a few other things, right? Like if creators. Uh, want to distribute something that they have, you know, um, like, I don't know, LeBron James wants to give away some shoes from a game to he's going to like randomly draw from his top 10, uh, you know, coin holders, right. Then there's going to be people clamoring to get his coin. Yeah. So, but then it, like the thing I hate about this is all of this stuff is pay to play. You know what I mean? Like, that's one of my favorite things about Twitter is it's just free and I can just talk to anybody. Like mm-hmm. I sent a note to Jocko Willink the other day and he responded. I didn't have to pay money to talk to him. Right. You know what I mean? Now he said, I don't understand a word you just said. So <laughs> I don't know how much value was, was in that, but, and then I tried to educate him and then he didn't respond because he didn't, doesn't care. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's right. <laughs> he might care if you were paying him though. <laughs> that's true. Uh, anyway. All right, cool, man. I just wanted to uh, just wanted to bring that up. I think that's the end of our show. Much um, anything else you got is crazy, but I, I was. Thank you for opening my eyes to a few things on there, to the possibility of it. But right now, uh, you know, it's just weird, dude. The, everything, everything in here, like even if you go to the posts, it's all like it's not even like if you go to Twitter, you see news, you see all kinds of fun stuff. Here, it's all just hype. Yeah, I think I don't think hype. they're at, you know, they don't have a massive um aggregation, right? So like the aggregation mm-hmm. sort of economy and the way aggregators versus distributors work. Like they're trying to jump into the aggregator game. Sure. They don't have enough people. There's not enough people doing this to at least not people that matter, maybe. I bet if Elon was on this, all of a sudden it'd be a thing. But oh my gosh. It's not yeah. yet. Yeah. So I don't know. There's there's a lot of interest here, but that's bit clout. And, uh, and I definitely got to go. So I'll leave with, with one more thought before we shut it down. I want to eventually, and not today, talk about 
Google versus Oracle. Mm, okay. uh, I will share the the upfront thought. Um, this is great. This is phenomenal. Google should have won this. Uh, maybe even an indictment on our legal system that it took over 10 years for them to figure out that this was the right thing to do. Wow. But I would extend. I know nothing about the, it. The so offer. Me intrigued. Yeah. Well, what I want is there, there's got to be someone out there who disagrees with the statement that I just made. Someone. Probably somebody it, at Oracle. And, and, it, and it can be an Oracle attorney. I'm fine with it. I would like for someone to come talk to us about it who shares the opposite opinion. And I don't mean someone who's playing devil's advocate. I want someone who genuinely believes that the statement I just said is wrong and they can explain to us why. Because I have always struggled to understand the perspective of Oracle's argument that that this would other than they wanted money, which I get it, right? Oracle clearly doesn't have enough money. Their business is struggling and all this stuff. Like we, we all know that. And that's a joke, by the way, they're doing just fine. But I'm, I, I want to know the mentality of a person that thinks that Google losing this would have been a good outcome. You okay. know what I mean? So if someone is out there that's you. and has that, show. Um, it's probably Tyler, candidly. <laughs> <laughs> so we probably already have him on the show. But uh, anyways, uh, come on, let us know. Love to have a <laughs> love to have a discussion about it. Uh, otherwise, that will do it for another episode of the Tech Breakfast Podcast. Like, subscribe, share, tweet, retweet. Go buy us some BitCloud or whatever that stuff is. I don't know. I go create uh, your account, Russ. I don't know that I am. It's a scam, bro. I don't trust it. Uh, so that wraps it up. We'll catch you all next time. Thanks for listening. Later. <laughs>